Viva Las Vegas. Viva Aki Anastasio. Viva. Where are you exactly, Aki? Which one of those big palaces are you staying in? Oh, I'm I'm staying at the Mirage, um, but I've just been sleeping in my room because you don't get a chance to do anything else. You're just so busy here. The show really consumes you, eats you up alive, and then spits you out after four days, and you're absolutely exhausted. I counted yesterday. I've got one of those pedometers. I walked 16 kilometers yesterday, and that's just walking in through the show. When you talk about the show, you're not talking about Barry Manilow, are you? The show you're talking about. <laughs> no, no. Is talking the... about boys to men. They perform. The <laughs> We're talking about, in reality, the 2014 International CES, the world's largest annual consumer technology trade show. This is like the world's biggest sweet shop for geeks. It is indeed, Bruce. And this is where the you know technologies like the DVD, the Blu-ray disc, a high-definition TV were launched. It's been going since 1967. And, you know, all the world's uh, technology geeks get together. It's a trade show, so it's not open to the public. And, you know, all the latest and greatest gadgets get launched here. And there are just th- hundreds of thousands of square meters of space where you just walk in. And, you know, the who's of the technology world is here. And, yeah, it's, it's been quite an interesting year. I'm, I must tell you, you know, I arrived and you know the, the the industry has been in a bit of a in a, in a bit of a going through a dull phase you know where there's no real innovation taking place well innovation in the sense that it's happening in the background you know and all this change that's going on is kind of incremental and you know there's there isn't anything like wow and oh my god that's been launched but you know, there's a bubbling of things happening in the background as all of these players and entrepreneurs and smaller people tie the strands of the technology together where you've got these smaller processes like wearable technology that you're hearing and bubbling about and things like Google Glass, those kind of things. And there's, there's, there's bubbling going on of something big that's about to break, which hasn't broken just yet. Something big about to break that hasn't broken just yet. Well, I look forward to that. Tell me then why you are excited by Vorsprung, Audi doing fantastic things. Well, I've been attending the show over the last few years, and I've just seen the motoring industry really come into, uh, you, you know, they're really adopting all this latest technology. Now, apart from the fact that you're now going to get cars that will have a Wi-Fi hotspot and LTE enabled inside them. But, what does you know, that mean? Okay, okay I, I drove a car a while ago that was Wi-Fi, and it was, that it was a Wi-Fi hotspot. And yeah. In, in the time I had the car, I still couldn't figure out what on earth they were about. What does a car having a Wi-Fi hotspot mean? I'm driving the thing. I'm not sitting on the Internet. Explain. Well, they really are very, very smart cars. So you need high-speed internet connectivity to be able to get things like traffic information, uh, weather information. And, and, and we're moving into an era of self-driving cars. And these are the cars of the future. And all of the big manufacturers, Audi, Mercedes-Benz, Ford, all of these guys have cars on demonstration. There was even a Formula One car that drives itself. So you need quite a bit of uh, fast internet access to be able to process a lot of data at the same time of all the conditions around you. And this is why you need these kind of things. And and within the car, there's so much computing power that drives so many other things that this is why we have this new era of vehicles that is coming to us. And it is quite fascinating. And, 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 And what's interesting as well is that these cars are not only LTE enabled, but they're able to talk to other cars. They're able to talk to your home network, and they're able to gather all this information about you. And in, 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 you know, in, in a sense, you have this this mobile office, this mobile piece of technology that is continually communicating with all the elements and, and gadgets around you.
Okay, so what Audi are doing is they're trying to get 4G high-speed broadband into their vehicles. We don't have a significant 4G available for our cell phones in South Africa. So what's Audi hoping that this will do? How will this revolutionize the motoring experience? Well, as I said, you know, the the, the self-automated driving vehicles of the future are going to have to have access to a lot of data. So if you can have a car that's going to drive itself, you need to make sure that it's got high-speed internet connectivity to gather all the information that it needs going into the future. And all the guys are doing that. I mean, Mercedes-Benz demonstrated their car over here as well, Ford as well. There's there's a whole range of cars. I mean, even Ford, for example, they, they showed off this very interesting concept car that has got solar panels on the roof, and they basically act like magnifying lenses gathering the sun's uh, energy and they're able to drive a car for a few miles it's a concept car at this stage but you can see that in the future uh, a car powered by the sun alone is quite possible interesting one and 3d food printers now this isn't particularly new we've been hearing about these 3d food printers potentially coming to the fore is the technology there improving significantly Oh, absolutely. And, and let me tell you, 3D printing has now gone mainstream. The prices have come down. I mean, you're now getting printer, 3D printers for $500. And you're able to do all sorts of things. And these 3D food printers are able to, to make uh, chocolate. And, you know, you can design your own shapes. And you can make uh, different kinds of sweets as well. And, you know, even NASA are, you know, are, are adopting this technology. I was speaking to a guy from NASA on the stand yesterday at this company. And they were saying that this is the kind of technology that they want to take up to the internet. National Space Station, future missions to Mars, for example, that you can print your food when you need it. And this is just the start of this revolution of, I mean, chocolate and, you know, this appeals to you and I, no, not, not, not you, because I know that you like very nutritiously conscious person. But, but you know, imagine being able to print uh, a, an energy bar that, uh, that has got... Out of broccoli, for example. Yes. Food. No, absolutely right. I mean, yes. You use broccoli, cabbage and Brussels sprouts to make an energy bar. That would be super. Absolutely. Um, Samsung... Guacamole. <laughs> Samsung are becoming, uh, I think, the global leaders in television, or at least old-fashioned television sets anyway. Well, I, I must tell you, look, the, the, the TVs every year that I've been coming here are getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and they are monstrosities. Both Samsung and LG introduced a 105-inch curved UHD TV. Now, UHD or 4K is four times better resolution than what you have on your high-definition 1080p uh, that you watch now on, on, on a Blu-ray disc. So the quality is unbelievable. You stand in front of these TV monstrosities, and they are just you're in absolute awe of the quality and how thin they are. And certainly this is where 4K is going. I mean, you're going to get... And, and they were demonstrating they had a TV that had normal uh, high definition and 4K on the other side. And you can really see things so much more clearer. The, 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 the clarity is better. How much, um, how much more clarity do you need, though, Aki? I mean, you've got HD. Well, you can already see the pores of the newsreader on the end of the newsreader's nose. How much more do you want? <laughs> But that's exactly, that is exactly what I thought to myself. Until I saw the difference, they had a, a screen with half-half on either side. And you really do see the clarity, and you can get used to uh, this, this beautiful quality. The problem with this is that there aren't enough movies in this 4K content. But all the big guys, like Netflix, all the streaming services, the movie studios, all the new content that's coming out on movies and, and, and series and, and all that kind of thing on television... That is all going to be 4K. And the future of television is certainly going to be 4K. It's very expensive right now, but as it gets mainstream, as it becomes more mainstream, the prices will drop accordingly, Bruce. But I, this is, I can get 3D on this television without having to wear those stupid glasses. 
Well, listen, you can, and, and 3D without glasses is also a big thing over here. And 3D really is, it now comes in as standard with all televisions. It's not even, it used to be a story two years ago, and everybody was wondering where 3D is going, but uh, 3D is not a has been, but it comes in standard. It's like aircon in a car. And, and tell me, what's a tricorder? What does a tricorder do? Uh, Bruce, you know, this is the sector that I'm most excited about. The medical sector is set for an enormous explosion. You know, you've got, you've got these, the, the chip makers and everybody's making technology so minute that you're able to carry something the size of a, of a 10 cent piece. That's the process. Now, when you've got that kind of processing power at such a small size, using so little power, you're able to do so many things. But there's a, there's a, a massive prize, and I suggest that uh, you know you get, you're, the listeners can Google the X Prize. And this X Prize is the first company that develops a tricorder, something that was used by Dr. Spock in the futuristic <laughs> series Star Trek, where he basically scanned people, and you know you got the illnesses and ailments that was wrong with them. And the, the, the prize, the X Prize, is a 10 million rand prize to the first company that develops this similar technology that is able to do something similar. And these guys, Scanadu, uh, Scanadu Scout is a device that um, fits in the palm of your hand, you hold it against your head for 10 seconds, and on your smartphone, you get your vital statistics. You get your heart rate, you get your blood pressure, you get your stress levels, you get your body temperature. And then through a process of elimination, eventually what these guys are saying is that you can, be, you, if you've got a high temperature, if you've got a, a runny tummy, for example, you can actually self-diagnose yourself pretty accurately based on the symptoms that you have through the results that you get over here. And I think that this sector is really, really exciting. The health sector and, you know, these kind of devices that you're going to see a lot more of them coming out. And there have been so many of them that read your blood pressure, share your blood pressure with friends, for example, and your doctor. And, uh, you know, if it gets too high, your doctor says, hey, Mr. Whitfield, you need to come in. Well, they, they would. They do that all the time because they know that I'm a health nut. Yeah, absolutely. I don't need. I don't, you right now as we speak. I don't need a tricorder. They just know that I'm always doing something to harm myself. Uh, uh, finally, the, the, this device that does exercise for you, at least that's the way I read it, um, it's the, the yeah. towel. Yeah, it, I actually played with this, and I thought, what the hell? I saw these guys basically squeezing this, this piece of plastic with their hands and clenching their fist, and they're going, <laughs> and, and I said, I've got to try this. And what these guys have done, they've got this handheld device. looks very similar to a computer mouse in size. And through an app, it gives you 50 exercises. They relate to isometrics, and which is basically the science of applying pressure. And they give you a whole series of workouts, like Pilates and plank exercises. And they add a gaming element to it. So you squeeze this, and then the, the harder you squeeze, the mouse moves, you know, the, the, the cursor on the screen moves to the left or to the right, and it basically says squeeze a bit harder, squeeze a bit lighter. And effectively, you're exercising all of your muscles without running or moving anywhere, which I found quite interesting. And I, I, I did this for about 10 minutes, and I actually was stiff about three hours later. So I got a bit of a workout doing this, and they're saying that they've got 50 such exercises. And this is all part of the this health industry that that uh, that is really going to boom over the next couple of years. And companies like this that come with a device like this, it's not yet commercially available. They're almost trying their luck here at the at the uh, the consumer electronics show. But you know, there's somebody that's going to come past and say, "Hey, that is worth ten million dollars. We'd like to invest in your company." Give my best to Barry Manalo, Aki Anastasio, tech reporter for EWN. Thank you very much at the International Consumer Electronics Show, the biggest annual consumer technology trade show in the world. He is in Las Vegas.